0: Welcome back to the past. This is Dating Ourselves, the podcast that talks everything 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. I'm your host, Adam, and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Brian and Paul.
1: Hello. Hey, guys. If I'm digital, do I still poop? <laughs> Maybe. I really hope so. And if so, how many pixels is it?
2: <laughs> I'm scared, Brian. Will I poop?
1: <laughs> Well, in my experience, the answer to both questions, weirdly enough, is yes. Because this week's topic is nanopets, gigapets, and tamagotchis. Oh my. Yes. This is actually our most requested topic. So everyone, welcome to episode 33. Although it's kind of crazy this feels like episode 22. Unless we end up going past 10 p.m., then yeah, we're for sure 33. 33. <laughs> I was
0: scared you were about to make a Taylor Swift reference in there. (laughs) I was kind of (laughs) wondering. 22. (laughs) So if you missed our last episode, you really should check it out. When the gang and I wrapped up 2018 by discussing the acting career of Melissa Joan Hart. Uh, you can find that in all of our past episodes at www.datingourselvespodcast.com on iTunes, Google Music, and wherever you find your podcasts. I found mine behind my dresser last week.
1: I found Ooh. mine behind my ears when I washed there. <laughs>
0: Good, I'm glad you're still washing behind your ears, Brian just like mama always told that's right
2: (laughs) we really appreciate our listeners support and we'd like to share some kind words left by one of those listeners on itunes about our show if you'd like to leave us a five-star written review on itunes we would definitely love to read it on air as a way to say thanks
0: Here's this week's five-star review. It's from JP. It says, listen to your slasher movie countdown podcast yesterday. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That is a good one. If you guys haven't listened to it, you should definitely go back and check that one out, too. That was a lot of fun to record. So, uh, he said, listen to our slasher movie countdown, thoroughly enjoyed it, and on your recommendation, watch Sleepaway Camp on Amazon last night. Oh, no. Uh, Not sure if I can forgive you. That's fair. Uh, Didn't sleep a wink as my mind was so blown. Uh, Yeah, that's definitely a a pretty reasonable reaction to that horrifying ending to that movie. (laughs) I
2: I still think that everyone needs to see it once only once <laughs> that's
0: right that's right i i think one time is more than enough and then you just need to do like a brain dump and forget you ever saw it <laughs> no you'll
2: replay the ending every time you close your eyes for oh, a solid god you're
0: not even joking
1: about that
0: I so many seen, times i haven't I've...
1: seen it yet so it's been on my list but every time you guys <laughs> talk about it it's like I'm more and Go less curious we'll at wait. the same time. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. We'll we'll keep recording so we can catch your reaction to the I was gonna say dramatic ending. I don't even know if that's dramatic. That's just horrifying. It
2: is the ultimate twist ending in cinema history. Even if you saw it coming, it's still like, no, that did not just happen. <laughs>
0: yeah um and you'll never be right after seeing the end of it again (laughs) what we
2: actually should do is we need to record brian's reaction to it and post it on facebook
1: that could be a fun yeah social media video that would be great oh no
0: (laughs) (laughs) mark it down on the calendars friends i Uh, just
2: and then we have to like remix his scream (laughs) <laughs> I want a, I want a Auto, dubstep version it. <laughs> yes. I was going to say maybe I want to auto-tune, auto-tune the
0: news it. there you go oh, auto-tune geez. the reviews there we go
1: <laughs> well that might be something fun if you guys think that would be a fun idea definitely comment on our Facebook page that's something you'd love to see and uh, we'll make it happen um, but oh it's for- going to happen <laughs> okay I'm, I'm for it <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks, JP. Um, as always, five-star reviews are encouraged, uh, and be sure to tell your friends about us at Dating Ourselves Podcast.
2: Let's get this started! That's all the energy I have. Thank you for joining
0: us this week. <laughs> Paul, we still have to do the show. But it's like nine o'clock. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yep, it is.
2: Only because so many people requested this topic. This week, I'm going to be leading a discussion on nanopets, gigapets, and tamagachis.
1: Oh my. Oh my. <laughs>
0: So we have Kelsey O. of Baltimore, Maryland, Mel S. of Annapolis, Maryland, Amanda G. of Grand Rapids, Michigan, Taviana W. of Washington, D.C., and Daniel B. of Anchorage, Alaska, as well as everyone else in America. <laughs> so thank you so much for <laughs> we everyone. We picked our five favorites. That's all we did. Everyone yes, exactly. in this country
1: requested this topic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys for the request. We appreciate it.
1: Uh, remember, guys, as always, we're going to pick our next topic uh, at the end of the episode. It's going to be nostalgic Combat.
3: Nostalgia Combat!
1: That's right. It's going to be me with water parks and Adam with Y2K. We're also going to visit our old friend, the Hopper of Imagination, to get another topic for Paul. So, Paul, tell us about them electronic pocket cruders.
2: All right. First, <laughs> I have two interjections because that's what I do. Yes, yeah, that's true. One, do you ever think we will actually talk about water parks, or is that going to be like the Matt Damon of this show, where we invite you on <laughs> every gonna... week and we just never get to it?
0: <laughs>
1: it's going to be the Matt Damon, yeah, for sure. It's like a <laughs> okay. grand tour where all the guests just tragically get killed on the way to stage. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: Because it is sort of related, mostly because of how old we are, uh, there is a meme going around Facebook that I wanted to discuss briefly, and I think okay. it will still be relevant at the time that this is airing. Okay. Right. So... The meme says, ordering pizza in a snowstorm is a dick move. You don't think your 2012 Blazer can make it in the snow, but the 17-year-old in the 2004 Kia might have a chance.
3: <laughs>
2: now, I fully agree with this sentiment. If you're, not gonna be, if you're not willing to drive outside, ordering pizza or takeout and trying to force someone else to drive is a dick move. But they knew what they signed up for, damn it.
1: (laughs) For me, it's less about the drive and more about finding a spot to park when you get to the pizza place. (laughs) That's my issue. That's true.
0: true. And then having to walk in the cold or whatever it is, the rain or the cold. The real reason that
2: I brought it up is the part that I found most alarming about this is that the average pizza driver is now driving a 2004 Kia. Which, last I checked, had traction control, anti-lock brakes, you didn't have to pop the hood to start it, <laughs> and probably gets at least 17 miles to the gallon. So I feel that when we were delivering pizzas in our, you know, 78 Cutlass...
0: Oh my lord. ...rear wheel drive... I love that Cutlass. <laughs> that thing was a tank on wheels, man. Yes, it
2: was. <laughs> But you get what I'm going with. It kind of scared me to think that the average 17-year-old is driving a 2004 Kia. I'm 33 years old. I've only owned one car newer than that. Wow. <laughs> that yeah. being said, ordering pizza in a snowstorm is a dick move. Don't do it.
1: <laughs> I-, I remember we had a friend in high school that used to deliver pizzas. He had like a early 90s Honda Civic, and the tie rod broke, so the thing was absolutely useless. So his parents <laughs> let him him borrow their lexus <laughs> and so he was doing pizza deliveries in, a, in his parents lexus and as you can imagine his tips dramatically decreased and they're like um i don't think you need my help <laughs> <laughs>
0: Here, here's a stick of gum for your troubles <laughs> uh, yeah yeah you're
1: doing just fine delivering pizzas clearly <laughs> Can I get an
2: ounce with that?
1: <laughs> uh, is that oregano really? <laughs>
0: All of a sudden, I'm really hungry. I think I need to order another pizza from that place.
2: <laughs> anyway, I I, I don't want to divert any more time away from the topic, but it's been really bothering me since I saw the whole 2004 Kia thing. Fair,
1: enough, fair <sighs> enough.
2: Anyway. Now to the world of digital pets! Woo! Yay! As you can imagine, what that entails is nanopets, gigapets, and the original, the almighty, the everlasting, the only one still in production,
0: the
1: Tamagotchi. They're still in production. Yeah. I had no idea.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I actually saw them on sale at uh, GameStop not that long ago, like probably within the last year. That's Almost crazy. Almost
2: equally as surprising as the fact that a Tamagotchi still exists, that there are still GameStops.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no kidding. kidding.
2: The yeah. last video game I bought that had a physical disc to it was in 2009. Oh, wow. It was Borderlands 1. Holy cow. And it was at the closeout of Software, Etc.
1: Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's that's really old school, because now that's uh, GameStop, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. I remember there was an electronics boutique as well was kind of a popular one. Uh, and Sam Goody used to have video games, too, depending on the location you went to.
0: Yes. Oh, um, Sam Goody. I love that place. Yep. When
1: I
2: hear Sam Goody, I think of Believe in Music, but I think that was a Midwest thing.
1: Yeah, that was yeah I think that may have only been Grand Rapids. I don't, I don't think there was I don't think there was more was, than like one location.
0: Was Believe in Music the one in that strip mall on twenty eighth? Rogers Plaza. Yep. That's where I bought uh Americana from, my first C D ever. Bought it from Believe That's in awesome. Music.
2: You, bought, you your first C D was in ninety
0: seven? Nine well, like the first one I bought with my own money, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, it was, uh, yeah, 98, I think, is when Americana came out. Sounds, Sounds about, right. about right. Yeah, we
1: were we had been about 12. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty Fly. Pretty Fly. The kids aren't all right. What's the, uh, I won't pay, I won't why, pay. I won't why you don't you get a job? Yeah, why don't you get a job? That's a great one. Can't forget She's Got Issues. I was literally just going to say that. That's
1: actually my favorite song on the album, She's Got (laughs) Issues. Other than the (laughs) title track, Americana, it's like one of the last tracks on the album. And it's got like this really long drum solo thing in the beginning with like the crazy almost like Iron Man sounding stuff. (laughs) And then it comes in at like triple time. It was cool. I always like that. It reminded me of like the old school Offspring songs, like "Bad Habit" and stuff like that. So, anyway, we're not talking about the Offspring today. We are talking about nope. some uh, electronic little keychain guys that pooped themselves digitally.
0: Yeah, yes.
2: I was I was just debating that. I was like I was looking at the time and going, "Wow, we're like halfway through the episode
1: and we haven't gotten to the topic, and it's mostly my fault." <laughs> First time, it's not been about wrestling, though, so that that's, you know, props to you. Oh, have you seen the AEW <laughs> No, stop, <prospect>? stop. <laughs> Our episode's going to
0: be an hour long, and we'll never get to the most requested topic.
2: I'll email you the script, people. I apologize.
0: So, <laughs>
2: Tamagotchi was released by Bandai in 1996 in Japan with a May 97 release for the rest of the world.
1: Now, Bandai, that sounds familiar. They, What else did they release?
2: All of my favorite
1: things. Gotcha. Because yep. uh, they, they, they own Namco, don't they? Yes. Yep, yeah, packs, yep. so they
0: were the ones that released all the Power Rangers stuff back in the day, right? If you go oh.
2: back further than that, you got Pac-Man, um, you've got uh, King of Fire, well... King of it see they license a lot of properties Bandai actually like releases more than they've actually created and they but yeah I mean a lot of it's favorite like video games Galaga uh, right
1: was them Galaga
2: and... King of Fighters um I want to say Mr. Do Pac-Man uh Super Sentai Power Rangers Kamen Rider Dynasty Warriors I believe
1: Not to be confused um, with Dynasty cuz there yes. were some like yeah. battles going on on that show all the time
2: <laughs> Ooh, Dynasty shots. That is a topic for another episode.
3: <laughs>
2: so anyway, uh it was created by Akiro Yoke of Bandai, so it was actually a Bandai creation and uh it was one of the world's biggest toy fads at the time. 82 million have been sold to date. Wow. wow. So Tamagotchi are essentially little... It just hit me that we never actually described what it is other than it's a digital (laughs) pet. So it is a little egg-shaped pendant, almost like a watch, which is interesting because uh, Tamago means egg in Japanese, so the word actually is egg watch. Oh, no kidding. So... It is essentially, it's like a Fitbit from the 90s, and it has a little 2D LCD screen like you might see on your grandparents' watch if you're under the age of 20.
0: <laughs> or, <laughs> uh, more, more accurately, if you guys remember those old uh, Tiger... Was it Tiger something? Uh well, Tiger Electronic handle. T- Tiger yeah. Electronics, yeah. Well, like they made,
1: made gigapets, didn't they? We'll get to that in a moment, but okay. yeah, yes, I they think did. Tiger was one who produced them. So but yeah. Correct. So but yeah, it's similar graphics to that. Like it's it's way worse than Game Boy. It's like a it's like an, a calculator game, basically. Yes.
2: Yeah. And you have this little creature and you have to feed it and play with it and interact with it, or it will die. <laughs>
3: so much and pressure. You don't want
2: to be an animal killer. <laughs>
3: no.
2: And in the first iteration of them, you had to feed them every 30 minutes or they would start to suffer health consequences, which meant over the course of a school day,
1: it would get confiscated at least 3 times. <laughs> yes, because
2: if you didn't address it every half hour, your pet would die. <laughs> So uh, that led to it being banned in most U.S. schools, which severely stunted the growth and led to the implementation of the pause button in G2. Oh,
1: yeah. Very smart. Yep.
2: So as far as Tamagotchi specifically, Tamagotchis are aliens from the planet Tamagotchi. Real original. And like (laughs) all aliens from the 90s, they crash on Earth. Of course. They were put into a protective egg-shaped case by the professor and his assistant, Mikachu.
0: Oh, my God. Interesting. (laughs) Seriously? Yes. Oh, my God. Okay, first of all, I would like to point out that I had literally had no idea that there was actually a backstory to these things.
3: And second of all...
0: (laughs) You never read the box, did you? You just ripped it open. Pretty much. And second of all... That is a pretty blatant rip-off. Either po- uh, Pokemon ripped them off, or they ripped Pokemon off, something like that. So they're currently up to revision 4 or 5, but at the
2: time of the Gen 2 release, which would have been probably what we were finally getting when we were in like 4th, yeah. 5th grade, uh, there were 37 different ones just from Tamagotchi at that point. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. crazy.
3: Right.
2: Yeah. Yep. Um, so in 2004... Uh, They implemented the neighbor function where you could actually link two Tamagotchis together and you could marry and breed them. And essentially in the later Tamagotchis, well after our timeline, uh, if you got two of them friendly, they would fall in love, they would mate, and then each side would get an egg and then eventually your egg, that egg would hatch and then the, your original pet would just go away and you would start the cycle over again with a new baby.
1: Oh, that's kind of clever. Yeah, I had no idea that that was even a a function. That that's interesting.
2: Yep, it was. Uh, it's all it was all done by infrared because it actually predates Bluetooth, but it was still yeah. well past our time because I feel like we had moved on to harder drugs in the two thousands.
1: <laughs> known as known as holographic Pokemon cards. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm not playing the thing that requires batteries. I'm sitting in the back of a van with magic cards. (laughs) I had to save allowance for three weeks for this mana pool. (laughs) (sighs) If I had any credibility before, it is gone now, and I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) The cool factor, I never had it, but it's gone. (laughs) Uh, they introduced a chibi, chibi, uh, chibi. How do you say it? C H I B I.
0: I think it's chibi.
2: I think it's chibi. Yeah.
0: Uh, so better.
2: they released a chibi Tamagotchi, which is two thirds the size of a regular Tamagotchi. So anyone our age requires glasses.
1: Yep, yep. <laughs> and and any, uh, anyone that... younger than us would swallow it. So <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty tiny. Because I mean, like you said, they're, they're about the they're smaller than an egg. Like they're the size of like. I don't know. They're egg shaped, but I mean, they're they're not That's much why I was comparing it to a
2: Fitbit because I feel like it's. I mean, it's it's a watch face. It's the size of a yeah. standard digital sports watch.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So anything smaller than that, I mean, that's a choking hazard to say the least.
0: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Sounds like something that w- they would give out in a happy meal at McDonald's. So with all great uh, with.
2: All great successes come the imitators, and following the same year, I should say Christmas the same year, came the Uh, Gigapet. The Gigapet was developed by Tiger Electronics, and it's essentially the same thing, but the uh, difference being that uh, the Gigapet was a real animal. You got puppies and kittens and penguins and things of that nature.
1: Yeah, where the Tamagotchis are more just, they're almost like Pokemon, really, I guess. Like they were kind of invented creatures.
0: So this one was uh, grounded a little bit more reality. (laughs) Yes.
2: Let's talk about the gameplay a little bit. Um, So you start with an egg and you hatch the egg and say, what, half a day?
3: Yeah, sounds sounds about about right.
2: right. So after you hatch the egg, then now you have a infant that you have to play with more. And when I say play with, the thing only had three buttons, an up, down arrow, or, you know, an up arrow, a down arrow, and an OK. So this is a total text-driven menu for the most part.
0: Right. Kind of, it'd be kind of like in, uh, you know, in Pokemon when you get to a battle or uh, or one of the screens. Yes. You, like, have to go up, down, and then hit OK on one of the options. Right. So instead of uh, casting uh, Tail Whip, you
2: choose Feed. And then you could choose, the. initially it was just food or snack in the Gen 1. And then later they added different foods you could do. Like you could actually give cheeseburgers and things of that nature.
0: Given given your Tamagotchi congestive heart failure. Awesome. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Or
1: on a good day, just really bad gas. (laughs)
2: <laughs> well in the original if you gave it too many snacks and not enough real food it actually would get sick Huh? at That's least when sh- it was in the infant stage i don't think that happened in the adult stage mm. oh okay and then the later ones with the uh when you're the parent caring for the baby before the parent leaves and you have the new one um you pretty much don't interact with the baby at all unless it gets sick and then you have to give it medicine oh okay But everyone's favorite part of carrying for a Tamagotchi is if you feed it, what comes next? (laughs) It's got to poop. That's right. It's got to poop. And it leaves a literally, like, very crisp LCD display (laughs) poop with little stink lines that kind of go back and forth (laughs) that look like a really bad, like, Speed Racer 70s anime cartoon.
0: Yep. (laughs) It was, like, the clearest thing on the screen.
2: Oh yes, the poop looked better than the Tamagotchi itself.
0: <laughs>
1: they want you to know that that was not a friend. That was a that was yes. a problem. A <laughs> sanitation issue that needs to be dealt with.
2: Do you guys remember if in the first in the ones that we had if it could poop multiple times on the screen or if it just did one and got sad and you had to clean it up? I only remember the one, but I saw some videos of newer ones where it would literally drop piles of poop everywhere.
0: I want to say that maybe they did at that point. I don't remember for sure, but it sounds familiar enough that I think it might have.
1: Now, see, my brother and I, we were kind of late to the game, so he had a Giga pet, um, and I think his was a dog. But I had like a total knockoff. It wasn't any of the three that we're going to be discussing today. I can't even remember who made it. But it was a baby Godzilla. So it was so cool. It was made by I Ronco. Made... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping it was made by Toho themselves. But it was a baby Godzilla. <laughs> and uh, I remember taking it out in uh, in fifth grade. They tried to emulate what middle school was going to be like. But didn't give us like. A different class for every single subject so you had one teacher that taught four subjects and the other that taught like two mm-hmm. and i was in my switch class and this little godzilla had shit three times and <laughs> i remember like panicking under the desk trying to fix it and the teacher came by and he took it by the time i got it back after lunch or whatever it was definitely dead so oh. it was very very sad and he did d- not d- understand how important that was The
0: emotional scars still run deep. Brian's never been able to quite rebound from the loss of his beloved gigapet or whatever it was. (laughs) So
2: something to, uh, uh, that's a very good point that I was going to get to, and I'm glad you brought it up. But, uh, in the initial round of digital pets, they actually did die. Mm-hmm. And then you had to start over with a new pet. This function was removed in the Gen 3 after psychologists released study after study saying that it was messing up uh, childhood developments, beliefs, and thoughts on death. <laughs> and that uh, children of a certain age will actually mourn the loss of their digital pet because they become emotionally attached to them. <laughs> as well as uh, some adults. And this became such a like huge thing. That in the UK, there is actually a section of a graveyard that was named the Digital Pet Graveyard. Wow. And they sold caskets for your digital pet, tombstones, the works. No kidding. In this little corner, you could actually bury your digital pet. (laughs)
1: <laughs> see, see, I thought it would be the opposite, where it's like, oh, I guess he died, okay, I get, I get a new Push one. Push Yeah, yeah but- and then you start looking at the rest of the world that way, like, oh, I guess my little brother died, all right, well, let's get a new one, like, that, and that, that, that would have its own the- psychological issues bu- around that. <laughs> yeah. Yes,
2: and that is, the, that is actually the flip side that came out in the study, it was on okay. both sides of the
1: coin. Interesting, interesting.
0: So, like... Digipets, like to an extent, like made people kind of immune to the idea of death. It was like, eh, yeah, whatever. I'll just get another one. Uh, This led to them
2: uh, in the newer. I want to say in the Gen Four, if not the Gen Four Five, your pets don't die; they just get sad, and you are trying to uh, boost their happiness so that they, you know grow stronger, do the things you want them to, and respond back, but you can't kill them any longer. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. So it's lower stakes. In 2004, and I'm glad you brought up the Godzilla, uh, Tamagotchi actually licensed Godzilla from Toho, and uh, there is a Mothra and a Godzilla um, Tamagotchi that's officially licensed. That's
1: awesome. That's amazing, because mine definitely was not officially <laughs> licensed from anyone. I think my dad found it at a flea market or something, so... Some guy
0: was selling it in a uh, back alley downtown. in his overcoat. <laughs> hey, hey man, buddy! I got... Buddy,
1: come here! I got the good stuff. <laughs> I got them
0: digit pets. I got them nano pets. <laughs> oh no, no, no! We can't. No, we can't do that. We. we what's the cheapest thing you got? <laughs> <laughs> I got this Godzilla in an egg. <laughs> it didn't even actually have a uh, digital screen. It was just a cardboard cutout that you put in. Into... <laughs> we got this Mogwai over here, but you can't feed it after midnight. <laughs> oh
1: boy!
2: So Tomaga like I said, I've said many times, Tamagotchis are still around. Um, they've had several video games for uh, various Nintendo handhelds. See, uh, that including-
0: surprised me. I I found that out during our my research of this. I never realized that there was actually video games about this. I always thought it was just the little like handheld devices.
2: Nope, there are actual video games. Uh Tamagotchi wow. Connection Corner Shop, Tamagotchi Party. Oh. Hey.
3: <laughs> and Tiny. then uh
2: in the true uh Bandai Namco fashion, some of the characters are actually licensed and in the uh Bandai Namco version of Mario Kart arcade So if you've ever been to like a Dave and Buster's or a large arcade where they have the Japanese Mario Kart arcade where you pick a character and drive as them, Uh they call it Namechi, that's one of the newer Tamagotchis, is actually uh, one of the drivable characters in Mario Kart arcade GP2. Interesting. And he comes with his own pet called Babaguchi. And the only reason I mention that is because the name is Baba Gucci, and it's a lot of fun to say. <laughs> Try it with me, everybody. Baba, Baba Gucci. Gucci.
0: <laughs> I love it. That's a great name. <laughs> so, does anybody else have any
2: uh, great getting caught in class stories? I have one, but I wanted to see if maybe Adam had one he hadn't shared yet.
0: You know, I don't remember ever getting caught in class. I just remember, like, this was that. One time that I remember pulling this card out of my parents, you know, these were becoming real popular and I really wanted one and my parents, uh, weren't gonna get me one initially. And I pulled out the, well, everyone else is getting them. And if I don't get one, I'm, I'm not gonna be cool and I'm not gonna have any friends and no one's (laughs) gonna like me and I'm gonna die alone wow <laughs> yeah. maybe not to that extent hey, but 11, I definitely...
1: that's a that's the heck of a guilt trip <laughs> yes yes it is
0: <laughs> i'm wow. gonna go blind <laughs> yeah i that was like the uh, that is the thing i most definitely remember vividly about that was like i was destroyed that my parents weren't initially gonna get one for me, so I, I laid the guilt trip on
1: pretty thick apparently. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's intense. Does anybody
0: remember how much they cost? Um I don't remember how much they cost at the time, but I think it was maybe like five or ten
2: bucks. I was going to say cuz I know now depending on which edition and what features it has it goes from 10 to around $30 depending on if you're getting like the infrared link blah 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 but just the like classic ones they cost around $10 but I feel like at the height of the boom they must have cost more but I really couldn't find anything definitively that said you know in you know April 97 this is what they cost
1: Yeah right? I don't really remember yeah, I, I would think about ten bucks sounds like that makes sense. Because I remember they used to be in like the checkout aisle at at Target. Um yep. so,
0: with the Yakbacks.
1: Yep. Yep. Actually, and those are about ten bucks too.
0: That's where <laughs> I found it when I was at GameStop. I was uh, sitting there buying a, I think I was buying like a replacement controller or something like that, and I just happened to look over on the kiosk and there was a tamagotchi sitting there i was like oh my god that's amazing so immediately (laughs) took a picture and sent it to these guys i was like look what i found
1: (laughs) because i'm a nerd (laughs) so about the same time that tamagotchis and everything were really super popular this is only a quasi related story um but for some reason i hadn't thought about this until we got online and started talking um do you guys remember we used to have pet mealworms yes in like yeah. fifth grade that was the weirdest thing do kids <laughs> still do that like i, I have no I idea that. it was I like a it. science project and you would raise a mealworm which i think they don't turn into like a butterfly they turn into like a beetle don't they
2: yeah i thought they t- eventually turned into a moth oh, they might turn into a moth i don't remember
1: i can't remember either but you would keep them in your desk in a jar These were, like, the desks with, like, the fold-up tops. Yeah. Or some of them, depending on the classroom, I guess, were just the wide open front. But, yeah, I mean, you'd have all your books in there, all your papers, all your art supplies. Everything would be turned topsy-turvy all over the place. I don't know how many people had their little mealworms, like, fall out. And it's amazing that, like, we cared so much more about these little pixelated, you know, gigapets than we... uh, than we ever cared about this like actual living thing that was living in a <laughs> jar, just dumping all around our uh, world history book. But, yeah, I don't know.
2: And if I remember correctly, all we did was they had a little bit of sawdust, and then we would throw a Cheerio in there like once a week.
1: Yep. And that was about it. Yep. <laughs> I, I don't know why we did that, and I, I certainly can't imagine they still do that. It but... was
0: probably, I would imagine for a science project or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway.
2: Now I'm going to go ask my son if he's done that at school.
1: Yeah. He might be a little young still, but you should definitely ask either way.
2: I'll be really curious to see the answer.
1: <laughs> so, Paul, you said you had a, a good story uh, getting caught in class with your, your digital creature.
2: Well, I don't know if it's a good story or a bad story, but we were on a field trip to Blandford Nature Center.
0: Oh, I remember yeah, that. Yeah.
2: So, once a year, we would go on a field trip. It seemed like almost every grade, we did one field trip out there. And essentially, it was just a big, wildlife preserve is not the right word. It was basically like a really nice park that had a bog and a lake, Mm -hmm. and they did a really good job of uh, keeping it up. And then they would, a conservation center is probably more accurate, because that's really what it is. Yeah. And uh, it was about educating the public about nature and they would do special events and they had a bog walk and they had a really nice boardwalk that went through the bog and, you know, nice trails, etc. And we were supposed to be bird watching and, uh, we were looking for this really rare bird and finally we saw one and we were all supposed to be quiet and see how close we could get to it. And, uh, I was standing back a little bit and the alarm to feed my Tamagotchi went off and this thing, <laughs> you couldn't silence it and it would just buzz at you until you push the button or whatever. And I remember like, as soon as it went off, I silenced it. And then, you know, cause it was clipped to my pants because I was cool.
1: Right. Right.
2: Cause you couldn't wear a chain unless it was two inches and attached to a Tamagotchi. <laughs> Chain <Chang'e, right>, wallets <laughs> were a no-no.
1: Easy access. You know, that's what it is. <laughs> you gotta be ready at any moment. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So it goes off, and I am trying to silence it and then feed it. And I look up, and the teacher is staring at me, and he's giving me, like, the death eyes, like the same look your mom gives at you when you fart in church.
0: (laughs) And you have a lot of experience with that, do you?
1: Yes. (laughs) Well, you know what Confucius says about that? Uh-oh, what? you
2: who fart in church, shitting pew alone. That's right. <laughs> That's right. It's almost like we might have gone to the same religious school at a point in time. At some
1: point in time. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> That's a
2: story for another day. Yes, it is. Yes, it is.
1: <laughs>
2: but... Uh, nothing really came of it other than it didn't even get confiscated. I just got the death eyes, and I basically you know, just swooped it back into my pocket because it was on a chain, and I was cool, and uh, went about my business.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, I'm, I'm trying to think back. Uh, this was fifth grade, right? I think so. That sounds did, about right. Did we have the same teacher in fifth grade? I know we did in fourth grade. That's how all th- three of us met. But did we have the same teacher in fifth grade? If it- I don't
2: know how to answer this question without uh, giving away the name.
0: Okay, yeah, we'll talk about it off-air then. And see Fair, if we- but at that point... The reason why it might be
2: hard to remember is because as Brian stated earlier, they were trying to get us ready for middle school and they piloted this program where you cycled through different teachers throughout the day for different subjects. Right. So it's possible that we may have been together in a class with an instructor, but not actually part of the same homeroom.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I, I do remember bouncing around. I think we even did that a little bit in fourth grade too, but that was pretty minimal.
2: Yeah, that was for like choir and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yep.
0: More or less, there you have it. Um,
2: those are my general thoughts on Tamagotchis, or digital pets in general.
1: Now, did you uh, did you find anything on, on nano pets? Because I don't think we really talked about them at all.
2: So nano pets, uh, I. I'm trying to remember now because I didn't write down the company that created them. I feel like it was be-
1: Playmates or somebody like that, or Little Tikes. I or something. think it
2: was Hasbro, but was I it? honestly don't remember. I
0: think it was Hasbro. That sounds that sounds right. So NanoPets and Gigapets
2: were almost identical, and they faded out first. And uh, with, that, with them, they had babies, so you could have a human as well as the cats and dogs. But the animals didn't get any more exotic than that. Uh, the only real feature that they had that the others didn't have at the get-go is it had toys that you could give to your pet.
0: Hmm. Oh, that's right. The yeah. other
2: ones added those later, but initially that's why they like were a quick rage, because there were more
1: actual like, mini-games and things you could do with the pet. Now from what I re- what I remember I feel like they had actual babies. Yes. So I mean it was still like the egg and it was still like a little digital screen like Tiger Yahtzee games that you'll you'll find at your grandparents house or something like that. But it was a human child as opposed to yes. like you know a pelican or something i don't know like
2: yep nope they had uh they had the human babies and you didn't know if you were going to get a boy or a girl till you know after you turned it on and then uh they also had the dogs and cats but primarily the first one was the human yeah
1: i wonder if that was part of that psychological experiment with uh (laughs) with life and death maybe um that would really mess you up (laughs)
2: As part of some of those, yeah, as part of some of those studies, I mean, there were for as many bad things that came out of it for childhood development and, you know, dealing with the loss or caring for a digital pet. It also, I, it a lot of things came out that it also did help prepare kids for caring for something else via a pet or another human or just yeah. gave them a sense of responsibility. Huh. Yeah, that's be true. digital or elsewise.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. Their their first foray into uh, pet ownership, so that when they get a dog or cat, they don't kill it. Yes.
1: Yep. I say no one that's reads the that's... paper anymore, so you, the paper route is no longer your first responsible step anymore. So, <laughs> that's You, you true. gotta have a little uh, little pocket digital Kids... monster to take care of.
0: <laughs> Kids probably don't even know what a newspaper is anymore at this <laughs> point. <laughs> <laughs> I. I got the kids Silly Putty
2: for Christmas and I went to go find newspaper so I could show them how to use it. Almost impossible. Really? Uh, everything that you get in the mail is a flyer now is plastic coated so it doesn't pull the ink off the page.
3: Oh, oh okay.
2: I ended up having to use a phone book.
1: <laughs> Not nearly as exciting that's as the funny exciting. pages for sure. Nope.
2: There's still some pictures though. Hey. I
1: remember getting Ziggy right on a big piece of silly putty. Um, that's very different than it's the Anderson page.
0: <laughs> Look, I got I got TL through T
2: M. Woo! <laughs> wow. How many pages of Hernandez are there? <laughs> Almost as many as Smiths, son. <laughs> <laughs> so many Smiths. If you still have a Tamagotchi and it is a Gen 4 layer, when you are ready to be done with it and you have registered it to the cloud service, you can send your creature to Tamatown.com to retire, where they get a village and can be visited by you anytime you're feeling nostalgic.
0: That is fantastic. That's pretty amazing.
2: You can also purchase items for your Tamagotchi and then sync them back to your handheld device. Hmm. That's, That's right, microtransactions
0: <laughs> <laughs> So many loot crates <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Fortnite! F- the Fortnite creators would be so proud Alright, so I guess that <laughs> wraps up our discussion on Nanopets and Gigapets and Tamagotchis Now oh we, my Now <laughs> we are moving on to Nostalgia Combat! Nostalgia Combat! You'll never be as good as Pikachu.
2: (laughs) Yes, I have devised a trivia question for my co host to answer. Whoever is closest will lead their chat next week. Adam has Y2K and Brian has water parks. I'm just going to give it to Adam because water parks (laughs) never wins. It never
1: does. It never does. I've had this topic for so long. I'm trying to remember. (laughs) what the last topic was that i led actually um i feel like it was
2: tell you it was last year that's
1: true true. i think it was unreal tournament that's how long it's been
2: oh my god that was back in november that was an episode
1: we did unreal tournament oh yeah man Mm -hmm. i played that (laughs) game over the weekend nice that's amazing (laughs) yeah we released that back on november 1st 2018 yeah crazy crazy crazy
2: wow I don't know what to say to that.
1: That should have been the trivia question is what was the date? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's do this. All right.
2: (laughs) All right. At the time of the initial release of Tamagotchi, there were 12. By V3, there were 37. If you were to look up Tamagotchis today, how many different Tamagotchis are there?
1: I'm going to say 112.
0: Fair guess. I'm going to guess 113. (laughs) I'm going to be that guy on the Price is Right. I see.
2: Well, you're both horribly wrong, but in this case, Brian gets it. It is 52. Yeah! (laughs) Woo!
1: (laughs) Oh, I should have gone with 111. Uh, $1. Uh, Thanks, Drew. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: well there you have it brian will be guiding us through the land of water parks finally uh (laughs) i am the loser still have y2k in my pocket it's a weird thing to have stored there and now we're going to visit the hopper of imagination to get paul a new topic Well, as we
2: ready the hopper, we want to remind all our listeners that if there is a topic you'd like to hear us discuss, you can submit those at our website, www.datingourselvespodcast.com.
1: Okay, so... uh... You guys are probably familiar how this works, but it's been, like, since last year since we've done it, so I'll go yeah, through it real quick. it's been a year quick. since we
0: did this yeah. last... Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so, I basically have three topics that I pulled out of the hopper of imagination. Each are from a different category, so I'm going to share those three categories with Paul. He's going to let me know which one he wants, and I'll tell him what the topic is. Um, you ready, Paul? Ready. Okay. So, we have... Board game. Okay. Music. Okay. And food and beverage. Ooh.
2: This is tough because my gut really wants me to choose board game, but we haven't had a food and beverage in a really long time.
1: I think the last time we had one was Laffy Taffy, and uh, let me look up when that was. (laughs) Uh, 2017. (laughs) No, no. It was 2017, actually. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> that was like
2: episode two.
1: Yep. Well, we recorded in 2017. We released it in uh, January 2018. So it's... Uh,
2: I was a close. Year.
1: It's been over a year.
2: Well, then I'm going to say it's our anniversary food show, and <laughs> I am going to go with food and beverage.
1: I do not think you'll be disappointed, folks. Uh, we are going to be uh, giving Paul Come the topic on, of... Dunkaroos gushers actually gushers Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so well that sounds like it's about it folks you can join us next time when i'm actually going to talk about my topic of water parks um <laughs> paul just recently got the topic of gushers and adam still has y2k there's a whole bunch of fun stuff coming up in the coming weeks guys so don't miss any of it thanks again for joining us undating ourselves
0: and I would just like to say that we actually ran out of time to talk about water parks, so we're just going to skip to a more interesting topic. <laughs> Next time, we're talking about
1: Janet Reno. <laughs> Go figure. Anything but water parks. <laughs>
2: In the year 2000.
0: <laughs> so if you guys like what you heard, there's always more to come. You can check us out at www.datingourselvespodcast.com to learn more about us and the show. And you can check out our Contact Us tab if you would like to submit your own nostalgic topics. You can also send us your submissions at at datingourselvespodcast.aol.com.
1: We've, We've got, got
2: mail. mail. In addition to iTunes, you can also find us on TuneIn Radio, Google Music, and wherever podcasts are downloaded.
1: Literally anywhere they're downloaded. Anywhere.
2: <laughs> Even Adam's girlfriend, Alexa.
1: On your Tamagotchi.
2: <laughs> you know, it would not surprise me if the current generation of a Tamagotchi can get our show.
1: And if they I'm gonna did... going to buy
2: one now and find out.
1: And if they did, we'd be one of their favorites, because, you know, we're talking about their era. So
2: That's true. That's true. true. Or they'd go back
1: to Planet Tamagotchi. <laughs> How far is that from Thundera?
2: Uh, let's see. So we were third Earth, so... I'm going to go with... Five planets away. <laughs> cool. It's probably cool. a moon.
0: <laughs> Sounds <Okay>. about right.
2: <laughs> so please be sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss any of the throwback action.
1: We post additional content on Facebook at facebook.com dating ourselves podcast. If you're on Instagram, you can find us at dating ourselves podcast. And we do the Twitter thing too at dated podcast.
2: Yes, sir. And remember, if you're too old for Snapchat and too young for Life Alert, you've just been dating.
0: So long. See ya. Okay, bye-bye.